Blom. Checked into the wall by Wallen. Oh my god, no! Wallen's jumped dead center! Oh no, they gotta save Wallen! It was a clean hit! 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 Episode six of It Was a Clean Hit, the Jordan Eric podcast. We made it. We made it. Four more until six digits or two digits. I'm on to my second hand if I'm counting them with my fingers. Woo! That was probably the most hood intro we've had so far. Except not really, because he's just the whitest guy. Yeah. That was uh, some new Mac Miller for those of you who haven't heard his new album. Goosebumps is the song. The album is Watching Movies with the Sound Off. Haven't heard the album yet. I listened to it front to back. It's eh. It's just eh. Yeah, like there's like nothing stands out. And like that song we listened to, that was like a bonus track. And that was like... Goosebumps? Yeah. That's a good tune. Yeah. And there was another one with like Tyler the Creator. And it's not bad. Still probably better than Yeezus. Yeah. Yeezus was disappointing. I don't know. Blood on the Leaves is still like... I like that tune. Yeah, Blood on the Leaves is a good tune. But I mean... The whole album. The, it was just so over the top. I couldn't. I couldn't get over it. <laughs> He's just so angry. Oh, fucking Jesus, man. Well, we're switching it up this week. Not Sunny D's. Oh yeah. What, what do we got this week? Uh, just some casual old Red Bulls. The, cla- the classic Red Bulls, eh? I thought about going for maybe one of the flavored ones, but it was like. We tried the lime one, the other one was like blueberry or yeah, some, cranberry, and I was like, eh. And then for the last couple, we were just drinking Pacific Sunny D's. Yeah, so, I don't know, we'll have to like find some off-brand. Cheetah Power Surge. Cheetah's not bad. I never had a blueberry cheetah, though. They make different, I thought all cheetah was just the same. No, because Frank D'Angelo, remember, did that commercial with the Toronto Marlies? Oh, yeah. And he was like, playing with, a uh, fuck, who was the player? I don't know. I have no idea. It was some bomb. We'll find out one yeah. day. Yeah, classic Frank D'Angelo. I wonder if this is good for my heart right now, considering I'm on <laughs> post-accident medications. Yeah. But, I mean, your garbage can is just cans and bottles right now. Cans and prescription bottles. I got hit by another car, for those of you who don't... Well, I didn't get hit, but the vehicle I was in got hit pretty good. Some... What an asshole. We stopped at a stop sign. This lady hits us going 60 and tries to blame us. What did she say you guys did wrong? I thought you guys were going. <laughs> so I ran into you just to make sure so you were I, going. So I ran into you going 60 while you were at a stop sign while traffic on Highway 1 is going. This is so she Fuck railed. you, lady. So and she, your RAV4, bitch. <laughs> so she railed you from behind. She railed me from behind. Yeah. Cocks out. <laughs> yeah, she she did a number on us though. She was rocking out with her cock out with her Rav four. Rocking out with her Rav four out. She ravaged us. What vehicle were you in? Oh, we were in a Tahoe, which is the funny part. She still ruined us. Oh no. Yeah, I was. I had a great day planning. I was gonna take uh, my buddy Colin Steven out for a nice little shooting, breaking uh, breaking the the gad I got. Nope! 
No. Hit by a car. Said you broke out the gat on the woman that hit you. No, that's... No, that's... <laughs> I ain't G enough. I ain't, I ain't Jesus. <laughs> uh, that's awful, though. It was terrible. Like, I was so mad. Were you yelling? Was, Did you get up in her face? No, I was posturing pretty good, though. Yeah. I said she was going to hear from my lawyer. I don't have a lawyer. I can't afford one of those. Uh, if you want to be Eric's lawyer, you can get in contact. Well, with I, I got I got Mike Hallett and Jordan Brown since they're what are they three for three on the I court? They were like six and zero. Oh. oh, they might be. That's a <laughs> good that's a good record though. That's probably better than some lawyers, yeah. like real ones. I take Hallett. I don't care that Mike doesn't have his G. What is it? J. I don't know. He didn't take the bar. His yeah, that that's what I'm trying to get at. But still, I'd take them. Oh, I w- if I had the ch- choice between nothing and uh, Mike Hallett and Jordan Brown, you bet I'm choosing those guys. Are they going to come on the podcast someday? Uh, we'll, we're, we'll try and get in contact with them. They're, they're hard people to get a hold Their of. people will talk to our people. And you, you know, we'll see what happens. We should get a secretary. We should. Well, Alana Spence is yeah. kind of my de facto <laughs> I secretary. I can see Alana. She can sit in the desk right there and... What, my fucking semi-Xbox computer desk? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Just Alana, where's the paperwork? (laughs) She can run that computer with, like, Windows 97 and... This computer? Yeah. This computer doesn't... Half of the fucking monitor, like, the top is actually at the bottom, and the bottom is actually at the top. (laughs) It's completely fucked. Like, Jason, if you're listening, I really need you to fix my Windows XP computer. Please. She'll type up, like, all of our agendas, and, like, she'll take notes of everything we say on WordPad, because Microsoft Word doesn't exist yet. (laughs) She can't be a true sec- we can't be true bosses, and she can't be a true secretary, though, because I'm pretty sure in that relationship there's always sexual harassment. (laughs) And if you did something like that to Alana, she'd just punch you in the face. Some sexual harassment in the workplace. Yeah, I know all about that. Oh, oh. So, uh, take, taking first aid today. Uh, this was an accident. I, I swear. Eric's going to Wilkie. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I actually thought I was going to Wilkinson for a second, but we have to. We're doing first aid, and we're learning how to properly put people on their backs when oh, they're no. unconscious on their front. And part of that obviously means grabbing the person's hip and moving them forward. Well, a sexy first aid course? Not really. I, oh, I went to go flip a coworker over. Obviously, go grab, going to grab the hip. But I mean, like when I put my hand down, it made this awkward, like you know, the sound a bum makes when you hit it. <laughs> and I just felt so awkward and creeped out. I was like, "What the hell have I done?" Eric Christensen, first aid spank master. Any other situation, <laughs> it would have been sexy and, like, tolerable. Except not there at the Sobeys warehouse. I fucked it. If said person is in question is listening, I'm... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh... I did. I, Sorry, I touched the butt. I didn't mean to. It wasn't even her butt. It was like, it was like the kind of, it was kind of like the side Ew. sort of thing. Ah. It's like it was. It was more like the hip. Oh, hip, but just you know, like, yeah, sort of on the. Ah. <laughs> Regardless, I fucked up. I might be going to Wilkinson. Uh, had you seen a great sexual harassment video from the 1980s? Why no, Jordan? 
No, I haven't. Because if you had seen it, you might know what to do in a situation like this. Well, uh, let's tee it up and see what happens. This blue panel office video brings up an important topic that has gone ignored for too long in the American workplace. Please take careful notes. You hear about sexual harassment on TV, and it makes the headlines in newspapers. As an employee, what do you need to know about it? First, sexual harassment is against the law. Shit. (laughs) And it's against your company's policy. Damn it. So, what is sexual harassment? Linda, you are doing a fine job here. Oh, well, thank you, Steve. But you know, you might try dressing a little sexier at work. Uh. I'm sorry? I mean... We're talking about your child. <laughs> See, it's funny because my boss told me the same there thing. There may be physical harassment. Wow. You really tense today, Nancy. Ow. Bill. Bill. Sorry. You looked really tense. Did you just grab yeah, her by the shoulders? Like you do mm-hmm. that. Can you please stop? I'll never stop, Nancy. Uh, uh. She looks like she's about to throw up slash cry right now. In some instances, the harassment may be verbal. Word around the offices, you've got a fat cock. Excuse me? Yes, I do. <laughs> I've got a fat cock, too. Maybe we should rub our fat cocks together sometime. Maybe a little oil. Two fat cocks. Together. Oil. That guy is so awkward. It might be awkward. harassment, such as derogatory posters, cartoons, or drawings. There's just the giant dildo the What the hell? It's just sex. flopping around right there. It may right be the result of a power struggle between a manager and a subordinate. Man. I could go for a power fuck. <laughs> Change is slow. And what Imagine was Roger walks into the break room and says ago, that. Can now be sexual harassment. That'd be terrible. It smells like vagina in here. Excuse me? Excuse me? Smells like fresh vagina in here. Are you talking about my vagina? Maybe. Everyone wants to be treated fairly and with respect. These are probably the most Tweet your obvious with the examples of sexual harassment. Like, what if something sly goes down? Yeah. No, no one's going to be like, well, no one said I had a fat cock that needs oiling up. So, you know what? It's not sexual harassment. I'll never stop, Nancy. Men, brace never. yourselves for the obvious. It smells like vagina in here. Talking yeah. about my vagina? That's a questionable video. They really taught me what uh, sexual harassment means, though. And I will learn to never, ever do that in a first aid course ever again. Thanks, Blue Ribbon. All we need is a pass now. (laughs) Well, uh, we've got some, I don't know, hockey? We're talking about the pucks? Talk about the pucks? Pecks? Talk about the torts? Torts? In Vancouver? Jesus Christ. A coach trade? What do you have to say about that? Okay, here's the thing. In the NHL, Vigneo goes over to the Rangers. Tortorella's coming to Vancouver. It's going to be announced on Tuesday, June 25th, I believe, in a press conference. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the NBA, the Los Angeles Clippers actually just traded for a coach. Excuse me? Like, they traded for Doc Rivers. They... What? Yeah. What did they give up for that? I will look into the schematics. Goodbye. 
behind this. That's but crazy. That's ludicrous. You trading for a coach? <laughs> like that must be a valuable coach if you're trading players for him. I really like your trainer. Um, I see you need some scoring depth. What do you want? Hey guys, your uh, your Zamboni driver. Top notch. Does a great <laughs> job on the ice. We'd like to trade a third round draft draft pick for him. Yeah. Yeah. Clippers Celtics agree in principle on Doc Rivers trade. Let's see what the Los Angeles Times has to tell us about this. Yeah, but who do they get back for him? Well that's what we're looking into. I wanna know right now! Well, if I'd been prepared, I would have it ready to go. But well, we're never prepared. Exactly. I literally write down what we might talk about on a piece of paper. Sometimes I tape it to my wall. Sometimes I don't. Last time it was a bag. Yeah. And Seb took the bag. Well, I mean, you know, we do we do treat our guests right, and he, uh, he, he wanted one. Everybody gets a little something. Okay. Treats. The Clippers and the Boston Celtics have agreed in principle on a deal that will send coach Doc Rivers to the Los Angeles. The Clippers will send the Celtics a first-round pick in 2015. That's quite the deal. For Doc Rivers? Wow. It's because, I think, the Clippers are taking over the contract oh, for the coach. okay. But they trade a first round for that? Wow, he gets paid a lot of money. How much does he make a year? $21 million over the next three years. Elaine makes three. Yeah. This guy's making seven and a half. I mean, he's a great coach and all, but... Tw- Jesus Christ, seven and a half million a year? They were going to trade... The Celtics were going to send their coach and Kevin Durant for the Clippers in exchange for DeAndre Jordan and two first-round picks. Do you know how many gold-plated toilet seats you could buy for there's, seven mil? There's a rule in the NBA where you can't trade players in the same deal as trading coaches. So they made a separate deal. I don't know if they're doing the Garnett one. DeAndre Jordan was the guy who had that disgusting dunk oh. earlier in the year. Oh, yeah. That's really impressive. That's a good dunk. So the Canucks sort of did that. But through like free agent routes, it's funny that they maybe they did teams. a little under the table thing. They're yeah. like, "So you fire your coach, we'll fire ours, and then we'll just switch him up because we want Torts and you want Vignal." So <laughs> who yeah. wants Coach V is going to be so funny in New York. Yep, yeah, ever heard Corey I think, Schneider's Coach V impression? No, I haven't. Look it up. All right, the Corey Schneider Coach V impression is bang on. Because he kind of talks in this voice, kind of up like this, and it's hilarious. Corey Schneider impressions of A.V. and Burroughs. Yeah. Okay, I got a got a nice montage of all of his... Uh, all of his impressions. Yeah. yeah. Apparently it's better than Burroughs doing Crawford. <laughs> Little bit of Yannick Hansen? <laughs> Little bit of Yannick Hansen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know how happy I'd be I'm doing this, but uh, all the boys love it. They think it's hilarious, so I do it every now and then. Especially That's his Yannick Hansen. He's not, a, he's not a big talker when he comes in before the game, but usually it, it kind of goes something like this. It's, uh, all right, boys, let's go out there, play our game, stick to the process, uh, work hard for 60 minutes. We have a big two points on the line. Let's go out there. You guys know what to do. Something so like that. Just like for us to ask you if you, and you're probably not going to do it, but will you do Burroughs? 
Uh, I can talk a little bit like Burr. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, playing with Anki is one of the best players in the world, and uh, I just go to the net and put my stick on the ice, and it, uh, it makes it a really easy game for me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I like Corey Schneider. <laughs> uh, Corey Schneider's good people. Lou's been on fire with some of his tweets recently. He's been holding no, he definitely wants to trade. He's not playing Bernier, for Torres, so, that's so for sure. Bernier got traded to uh, the Leafs. Yeah. And then he just makes what just hashtag no comment. I saw that. <laughs> I laughed. Lou's good, though. He's good, people. He saw one out the other day that was just like, LOLOL, hashtag torts. <laughs> <laughs> so you know he's not blamed for the torts. No. no. I love how Luongo just doesn't give a fuck Well, because right uh, Lungfist was the guy who wanted torts out of the Rangers. Really? Yeah. He told Sather to get rid of him. Them. I don't know if Torts is going to be a good fit for Vancouver. He's just he's going to start benching the Sedins. That will, that will actually Sedins. happen. He's though. going to split them up, put them on two different lines. That will that will probably happen. Embrace the hate, okay? I mean, if we You're hear the most hated team in the league, why not take on the most hated coach? If we hear anything like him in uh, HBO twenty four seven. There's going to be a problem. Two goal yeah. deficit is almost incidental, with all the miscues plainly visible on the ice, and the players know that will be their coach's focus in his locker room. Oh, here we go. Be a nice little talk here. You know, a little rally of troops. I asked you to fucking defend. Oh. I've seen you fucking defend before, oh. and you're going to do it here. If that's how we're going to battle, we're not going to have a chance to win. I like his intensity. Jesus Christ, how much time do we have to talk about? All of the players. I like it. If that's all the juice we have, as far as no, competing to kick all of their team, asses. we will get killed tonight. I think that might be and good for the team. we have two periods though. here. So I've asked you all to buy into how we have to play. If that's it, we're fucking done. Pack it up. <laughs> and I know that this fucking team isn't that way. I've seen you. So let's, we have 40 fucking minutes to go. Take each shift at a time and chip away. They are not that good in their end zone. And you we know our points. That's the biggest fucking positive of our <laughs> team is how hard we, we play. We should have got a fucking counter going. Yeah. So fucking screw it <laughs> off right here. Screw it on let's be ready to go each shift at a time. Okay? So stiff it up here. Everybody, help one another. But I tell you, if you're not going to be stiff, you're not going to play. I'm warning you all. This is a contest here that's a good test for us where we are right now. Quarter of the season's done. Let's see what we are against the Sniff hockey team. Let's be ready to go here now. Come on. I like it. I do too, but it might just... I think if Torts comes and the minute he gets mad at Burroughs, Burroughs going to be like, I want to trade right now. That's fine. Trade Burroughs. I don't like him. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> just like Johnson said the other night, trade everyone who has a B in front of their name. <laughs> Booth, Ballard, Burroughs. We'll keep Bexa, but that's besides the point. Yeah, BX is a little. He's off. Off the chain. That. I think the Canucks are going to go for a big. Uh, I guess rebranding, so to say. There's. I think they might bring it in Torts because he's an intense player. I love it. The Canucks have been known as a skilled team because AV's coaching style is basically get to the city and cycle it down low. Same shit for since they 2011. Shea Weber. 
If the Canucks can get some big bodies, yeah. some fucking big hits, Cassie needs to step up to the plate yeah. and start using his body a little more. Because Torres re-signed in San Jose. I would have been stoked if Torres came back. Bring Rafi home. Hashtag rally for Rafi. <laughs> in other sports-related news, the Blue Jays, the Blue, Blue, Blue Jays, have won 11 games in a row. That's preposterous. Which that also ties us in to everyone's favorite segment. What's going on with Rob Ford? Oh, that's right. Weekly Rob Ford watch. Uh, yeah. We have to say allegedly for everything Rob Ford related. Crack cocaine. Cyclists are being asked the orders. The video, uh, which appears to be real, showed Mayor Rob Ford in a room shirt open, lolling back in his chair, and appears to be smoking a crack pipe. I do not use crack cocaine, nor am I an addict of crack cocaine. So ever since Rob Ford has been allegedly smoking crack. Let's take a look at this. The Leafs went to Game 7 against a team who might win the Stanley Cup. Potentially. Well, we are... We're recording this on game the night of Game Six, so we'll we'll see what happens. But yes, they went to Game Seven against a Stanley Cup finalist team. This is the Leafs we're talking about, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Blue Jays' big eleven game streak. Like we said, they started turning it around. The Raptors got a GM, so that's a little bit of a success. The TFC might have even won a game. What about the Argos? Oh, I guess their season hasn't season's started starting soon. So they're going to go undefeated and win the championship. If things are going, have they been going? Argos won the Great Cup last year. Yeah, but Rob Ford wasn't allegedly smoking crack he last was, year. He could have been. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Praise Rob Ford. And his crack-smoking ways. Allegedly. Alleged crack-smoking ways. But yeah. He's this all goes back to what I said episode Two. He's smoking DMT. And talking to the sports spirits. Oh, Robbie. We're good old Robbie. I wonder if he's done anything stupid recently. Ah, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah. <laughs> but it is Rob Ford. Rob motherfucking Ford. I was reading this thing the other day. But I can't remember what it was. So it had something to do with his... Oh, his, uh, how to do it with his finance minister. Oh, what did, what did his finance minister do? Something about, like, how all the money that the city's been spending doesn't add up or something like that. Whoa. <laughs> so what if he's just been funneling his cheds into his offshore crack bank account that he... Uses to, yeah. Allegedly. He was at the Argos game the other night. Yeah, I saw he was with uh, those cheerleaders. Yeah. They were, they were looking good. But side note, they were both white. Yeah. So, you put two and two together. Oh, the Supreme Court won't be hearing the appeal of Rob Ford's conflict of interest case. Wait, so he's lost it then? Or he's won it? Uh, we'll see what the province has to say. What does the province have to say? Well... See if this little news box will tell me what's going on. 
but he's he's come along quite well. A juicy news box. Supreme Court of Canada mm-hmm. decided Thursday will not hear an appeal on the conflict of interest case involving troubled Toronto Mayor Rob Ford. The appeal sought to restore a lower court ruling, which last year found Ford in a conflict and ordered him removed from the office. Ooh. That finding was overturned earlier this year by an appeal panel. Ooh. As usual, the Supreme Court gave no reasons for refusing to hear the case. Ooh. Oh, God. He's vindicated, and now they can move on. Rob Ford's been through. So he made it through. Started from the bottom. Started from the bottom, brewing beer. Started from the bottom, now our whole team's fucking queer. Which brings us to what we might be doing on the... Is it oh, sixth? Seventh. Seventh. Uh, so, Victoria Pride Parade. It's, 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 it's. Now we're both... We both swing straight. But... You can always support a good cause. We love everybody. Love the gays. My uncle's gay. If we could get into the gay demographic with the podcast... Oh, man, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be quite the booster. We'd start sponsoring gay parties and open our own gay nightclub. Look, let's, let's not go that far. I mean, we might... If Prism wants to sponsor us, then you know what? Whatever, we'll fill our boots, but... Uh, I guess we'll, we're going to enter, uh, like, a float or something like that. Into the parade. We're going to gay up the, the Corolla that yeah. Jordan has. Yeah. I think we got a solid crew of uh, six members so far, yeah. right? You, me, Johnson, Seb. We'll get some bikes, and everyone can ride around the Corolla, too. Oh, man. So we need, like, a ten-person troupe for this. We sh- I, I want to hook up, like, a little... Like a wagon to the back, and then some one of us can sit in the wagon or something. Obviously, we're crushing Sunny D's beforehand. Yeah. Our attire is going to be off the chain, too. We're going to keep it a secret. So you better be there. July 7th. Downtown, Victoria. Just go Just go to the harbor. You'll see us. Pride Parade. 2013. Be there. Be there, be there, be there. Come gay it up with us. Yeah. It'll be a good old gay time. Love the gays. Fabulous! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, still in pain? Yeah, my back's killing me. We'll try not to get in any more car accidents oh, if we go in the parade. Oh my god, can you imagine that? We're just we're cruising along, and then like this other big gay float just piles <laughs> into us. Cops come. What happened? We had a big gay accident. <laughs> Instead of fighting about it, we it's like you know what? Your best three dancers against our best three dancers. <laughs> Hey, well, I was the in, whole uh, parade stops, and then somebody comes no, out with a boot. Dance box. off, dance yeah. off. Like, dance off, dance off. Dance off, dance off. Remember that show on Much Music? Yeah, that was a terrible show. What was that? Five episodes? Yeah. Brutal. People would just pull that out at social gatherings and be like, "Pants off, dance off," and no. When I, <laughs> when I in uh, back in the day when I played uh, midget hockey rookie party. I, uh, obviously the, uh, the team was getting me going, you know, <laughs> so I had to, I had to do a rookie thing, and, uh, I turned the party single-handedly into a pants-off dance-off. That's good. But, when everyone got their pants off, 
I got my pants on. <laughs> Not sure why. <laughs> so you took your pants off. I took my pants off and started partying. And everybody else took their pants And everyone's like, look at this guy go. We might as well follow suit. And then 20 <laughs> minutes later, I'm the only guy walking around with my pants on. <laughs> Everyone's like, why do you have your pants on? I'm like, because I'm cold. It's November. Why do you guys have your pants off? Uh, this guy? Do you know who Edward Snowden is? Yeah. Yeah? Did well, you hear about what Daryl Snowden? <laughs> Do you hear what he did today? Did he flee the country? So he said he was going to be on a flight from uh, Moscow to Havana. Mm-hmm. So everyone was like, oh, we're all going to get on the flight. So, like, it's a 16-hour flight, no stops. Wow. Okay. And they all these reporters get on the flight and... Yeah, wow, did he there. tell them what flight they were going on? No, it was, like, leaked, right? And I think he did it on purpose, and then he was never on the flight. Wow. So an entire plane full of, like, these reporters. Full of reporters trying to get sat on this plane for 16 hours for no reason. At least they got to have drinks in Havana and smoke nice bars. So, what is this whole, uh, if you care to, uh, fill us in on the... Edward Snowden. No, because you're probably better off with this thing. Why? Because you keep up on U.S. politics a lot better than I do. Yeah, except I don't. Okay, fine. I'll get into it. So Edward Snowden works for the NSA. Yeah. I I had to turn up the wall, by the way. That's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's doing uh, a lot of computer work for the NSA. And, you know, some of the stuff that uh, the NSA has been doing under the Obama and Bush administrations hasn't exactly been the most technically legal thing in the world. So, obviously, Mr. Snowden, who's working first class, decides, hey, this ain't cool. Leaks it to the public and gets the fuck out of there. I don't see what's wrong with that. I don't either, but the U.S. government has... uh, I think they put a treason charge on them or something nice. like that, aiding the... So the worst ones. You get death for those, I'm pretty sure. Shit! So yeah, Snowden just gets the fuck out of there to Hong Kong. Hong Kong's like, you better get the fuck out of here. We're extraditing you. And then he says and he's so, going from Russia to Havana. So yeah, he gets the fuck out of Hong Kong. And Hong Kong did a good thing, and they said, like, get the hell out of here before we have to extradite you, because they do have a treaty with the states, right? But yeah, so where the hell did he go? Nobody knows where he is now. But the guy from WikiLeaks, um, Julian Assange, yeah. says he's totally fine. Oh, I bet. Now, so this is the ultimate combination of Julian Assange and Snowden. I wonder if Assange will ever get out of that embassy. He's been stuck in there for over a year now. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. Like, he's been granted asylum by Ecuador. You think the right thing to do by the British government would be to honor that asylum that he's been granted. Yeah. But, no, as soon as he gets out of that embassy, unless they carry him out in a body bag, he's going straight to Sweden and straight to America, even though he's Australian. Which is the fucked part about it. It's fucked. Yeah. You know, you talk about keeping your government honest and everything, and that, well, it's not even our government, so it doesn't matter. It's a fear campaign. It's fucked. Yeah. The world's starting to turn to Big Brother. Yeah. With this, you know, information they leaked about all of your information being stored 
everything you, every text you send, yeah. every email you open, everything you fire up on the web. Barack, come to bed. I just got a couple more emails to read. Now come to bed. <laughs> I've just got a few million more texts to look at. <laughs> like that's completely fucked. That's Big Brother shit right there. I can't, yeah, that's actually so crazy though. It's mind blowing how they can do that, and no one's mad about it. Yeah. But yeah, I fucking tweeted about that, and Fox News retweeted me, and then I just completely, you know. Eric got a job at Fox News. <laughs> we talked. To- we we started Fox Sports One. Yeah, Jay, Jay and Dan, Dan, get the fuck out of here. We're <laughs> taking your jobs. I'm also gonna be doing a, a show with Glenn Beck and. Uh, I don't know. Probably Rush Limbaugh. You hear that? Yeah, is that... That's Chuck. That's Mad. Chuck wants bathroom. Oh, I have the official criminal charges for Edward Snowden. Theft of government property, unauthorized communication of national defense information, willful communication of classified intelligence with an unauthorized person. So that's life right there. I guess he didn't get treason aiding the enemy like... uh, What's his name? Assange. No, not Assange. No, uh, Bradley Manning. Yeah. The, son, Brad, the Bradley son of Peyton Manning. <laughs> Except not really. The Bradley Manning case is a little more. Uh, it's not as black and white yeah. as the Assange and uh, Snowden yeah. cases because he was working for the military at the time. Yeah. So then he's kind of held. He to- is under obligation of the military. Yeah. But that being said, so is Edward Snowden is under the obligation of the NSA. It's, I don't know, it's all fucked. It's really hard to, uh, you know, it's easy to take sides, but it's really hard to legally back. You never really know the whole story. No, you don't. There's just no trust anymore. I don't have to do it myself. I'm just going to go listen to rock and roll and complain about my parents and teenage angst. Or teenage anarchists. Yeah. Except not really. No, because I've never really burned anything down or... I never went to a protest. Yeah. we. I really want to go to a, like, if I was closer, I would have gone to, like, Occupy Wall Street. I think I, that would have been a good time. Yeah, but I mean, like... Occupy I'd, Deep Cove, I'd, starting right now. I'd go there and I would just be like, what the fuck am I protesting about? You remember the Occupy protest. Yeah. They had no goal. No, no. You're just like, okay, it's a bunch of angry people. But what are you getting mad at? Like there was no goal about that I except go occupy Michael Moore's house. Remember there was an Occupy Victoria? Yeah. And all it was was a bunch of hippies and homeless people just like gathering around Centennial yeah. Square and just like The best stuff. No point in that. Absolutely no point. Happens at Centennial Square. Venf? Yeah. I guess Venf's coming up pretty soon. Woo Flandia. Yeah. Okay. They released it yet? No. I think tomorrow. They release it. Should be it. Tuesday the twenty fifth. I right. think. I don't know. I wonder if they have the uh, Vemp lineup yet. I went to that, and uh, last one I went to was in the tenth grade, and it was uh, it was a good time. Yeah. Our lineup is complete. Uh, Let's okay. Apparently, the Rifflandia lineup is like going to be unreal. Oh, I bet, man. I bet it's going to be the Rifflandia lineup last year was great. But the Rock the Shores lineup is unreal. It's phenomenal. But now that Rifflandia... Yeah, exactly. Is, and Victoria. Rifflandia and Victoria are starting to attract some big names now. So the music scene in Victoria... Victoria is going to become a hotbed for music. Yeah. I think Rifflandia is going to turn into those big 
the great big god. Uh, you know, turn into festivals like, Bonnaroo, like, Coachella, Sasquatch, like that kind of level. You think? Yeah, and like obviously not the same genre, but like an EDC sort of level yeah. without the rides and whatnot. I think that festivals like Rock the Shores and Benf are going to be on par with those. Maybe yeah. not next year, maybe not this year, but I think come like 2015, yeah. you're going to be seeing some. Big artists yeah. headline Venf or so not Venf, sorry, Rifflandia no, and things like Rock year, the Shores. No, I'm ki- like, I'm not even kidding. Like, no, this year, this just... year will have great ta- great talent. Yeah, because in the past they had Mother Mother last year yeah. and a bunch of other great bands. Cake, yeah, Macklemore before he was huge. Yes, but I think in the coming years you're gonna get the huge artists yeah. as they're huge, yeah. not before they're huge. Yeah. It's just starting from the bottom. Now my whole team's fucking here. It's fucking festival season, boys. Woo! Because <laughs> Sasquatch season. next year is because you know how Coachella does two weekends, mm-hmm. but it's the same lineup both weekends. Yeah, uh, Ultra Music Festival does that too down in Miami. Sasquatch is doing it, so it's one weekend and then like the five weekdays. <laughs> oh, really? And then the next weekend again, but they're two different lineups. Wow. That is fucking phenomenal. So the game plan is, go down to weekend one, you spend your five days in Disneyland, you turn around and come back up for the other weekend. For Sasquatch? Yeah. I thought Sasquatch was in Washington. Yeah. So you make the road. Oh, so we're roading all the way down to Cali. Yeah. Going back to Cali. If I gotta choose a coast, I gotta choose the east. (laughs) Go digs. Yeah. Yeah, we should do that, though, after uh, I'm off making sheds and yeah. you're done making sheds. Yeah. We also, uh, I guess next year, too, not this not this upcoming year, but the one after, we're, uh, we're getting a team. Oh. We're making our big debut. The coaching team. Our coaching debut. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be torts. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to rip those little shits apart. But we need, we need to have a coach who gets really mad at kids. Saving lives and fucking wives. Yeah, and then we need to have a coach that is like Seb, comes in after and calms everyone down. That's got to be Seb. I want to be throwing garbage cans. I want to grab a little child by the cage, look at him, and say, What were you thinking? You think you're going to make the big leagues doing that, kid? You don't even know what I've been through, man. You think you're going to win an NHL award? All you're gonna win is the goddamn Lady Bird. <laughs> we'll just have to like go to a trophy store and buy a whole bunch of trophies, and once a week we'll come in and we'll be like, "Do you know how I won this?" Yeah. Or I just <laughs> I take down all the medals in my room that I acquired <laughs> while I was a swimmer, wear them all to a game. You see how I got these 118 medals? Is that I want to count them? There's 118 in here. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. I don't mean to pump my own. No, I don't mean to pump my own tires or anything. Medals. Yeah. And a Todd Bertuzzi jersey. There's a bunch more in a box somewhere too. I don't know where the fuck they are. The best medal I ever won is beside the Todd Bertuzzi jersey, and it's for a wheelchair race I won in the tenth grade. Oh, I remember that. I dummied so many people yeah. in those rugby wheelchairs. Yeah. I broke one of them. <laughs> I would just that at commotion. Yeah, I would char- I would get some speed going in these rugby wheelchairs, and at the last minute wheelie, so I'd get the metal foot pegs yeah. up, and I would just ram into the side of people's wheels, and uh, 
Do you remember when we all went and we said we were up. going on career day and then we just ditched, went to Pisces? Oh, yeah. And then we kicked penalty kicks the whole time and I pulled my <laughs> groin and had to crawl back across the gravel parking lot. I couldn't walk. Like, I went to the doctor the next day. He's like, this is a severe groin pull. And he's like, what did you do? And I was like, I, I kicked a soccer ball. Kicking balls and taking falls. Yeah, and I couldn't walk for like a week. Damn. Uh, I remember in our grade grade 10 uh, career day, we uh, we met this science lady named Jaina. Fucking Jaina. And we'd follow her around everywhere. And if, ever, if I had a question for her, I would just yell, Jaina! Do you remember? I think this was the same career day. We were up in that building, and then the elevator opened, and it was just a cart of sandwiches with no person there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We ran in, we took all the sandwiches, and then when the guy came up the stairs, we looked at the cart, he's like, where the fuck's all <laughs> We went hard that yeah. career day, man. Oh my god. That was great. Great day. That's why I went to UVic, because I'm actually officially banned from Camusin. Oh no. How much does Greg Zahn look like Colonel Sanders? I thought they were brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Zonders. Colonel Son. <laughs> hey, uh, the Colonel suit actually just sold. No way. Yeah, the uh, head of the uh, Japanese KFC bought it for pretty cheap, actually. Guess how much it went for? Like two million. Negative. Twenty-one grand. No way. That's, for the Colonel suit. That's pretty good. That thing's good. a fucking white tuxedo, man. Yeah. That's dope. Wish I had the Colonel suit. Wow. The fucking Colonel. The Colonel. The rule with the colonel when he was alive is he would just go into, like, any KFC and just start cooking in the back. Really? Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine That's... that? You're flipping, like, you're just doing drumsticks. And you're making over. your six bucks an hour, you yeah. know, deep frying shit, and boom, in comes the, the CEO. Yeah. The colonel. Can you imagine that? That'd be... Str- I don't even know what I'd do. Imagine if a colonel spit on your food. <laughs> imagine if the colonel was just, like, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Minus the falling into a pit. I don't. I guess you haven't heard the edit of episode five yet. Oh yeah, I listened yeah, to it. the part where I tried. <laughs> oh, I I never heard him uncensored before. No, me neither. But holy, he's ruthless. Fuck. Oh my god. I thought maybe they would just bleep him out just I to you know it. make some drama or something I love like it that. They call him no, that. he's like you fat pink fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, you, you see the door? Get the fuck out. Goddamn, Golden Rams. Boston's up one nothing. Already? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's only uh, 17 minutes in the first, is it not? Uh, Yeah, like just started. But yeah, it was Kelly. Oh, it's the end of the first now. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, so uh, remember we were talking about awards earlier? Yes. Giving them to the kids? The NHL nominees and winners. Oh. Just came out well, uh, Saturday, June 15th. So, the heart goes to Ovi. Which is strange. I think. Yeah. I thought, they, I thought they could have chosen someone a little better. I, sh- I would have thought it was either A, Tavares, or who's the goalie in uh, CBJ? Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky! 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 Sergey Bobrovsky! You're the number one cop on the force, Bobrovsky! 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 You're an embarrassment to the department, Bobrovsky! 
Bobrovsky! Get out of my office, Bobrovsky! Take the rest of the day off! Bobrovsky! I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions and I want them answered immediately, Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky! Wait for it! Sergey! Bobrovsky! You're too reckless, Bobrovsky! Bobrovsky! You're a part-timer on the force! Bobrovsky! Welcome back to the force! Here's your badge and gun! Bobrovsky! Bobrovsky! Oh, Bobrovsky! Another game for Milos! <laughs> ah, yes! Get off the force, Bobrovsky! Turn in your badge and gun! Number one cop on the force. I can't believe you might be the uh, attendee on Chell 13. Or, sorry, Chell 14. Either or, it's a win. It's Bobrovsky or Broder. Bobrovsky! The best goaltender was won by Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky! The Norris went to Suban. P.K. Purple Kush Suban. He has a really funny real first name. What is his real first name? I don't know. All right, I'm gonna... I just know it's a silly first name. P.K. If, what if it was a... Pernell Carl Subban. Yeah, Pernell. 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 Pernell, stop stick handling in the hallways and come back to class. Ted Lindsay award. Goes to Sid the Kid. So that's voted by the NHLPA MVP. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's almost better than the heart. The Hearts voted on by media members. Yeah. And... Of course the media is going to vote for Ovi, because in the States, he's like, he's the golden child. Everybody loves Ovechkin. Paul McClain won the Jack Adams. Yeah. Much deserved, in my opinion. What did his mustache win? Best walrus in the league? I don't know. <laughs> Who's the guy on Anaheim? George Peros. Paul McClain wins the George Peros Award for yeah. Best Mustache. Actually, though... Artros goes to Matin Saint-Louis. He's the oldest one to win that, I think. Yeah, he's I like, think something like that. He's like 38. And the, the Bill Masters, Masters, Masterton. <laughs> that, you know, Josh Harding on the Wild won it this year. Which is huge. That, he, out of anyone, he deserved that. I Just diagnosed with, fuck, what was it? Park, was it Parkinson's? Yeah, that's, that's a fucking bad one. Yeah. But People he's, were like, but, but Crosby broke his jaw and came back. Uh, didn't get diagnosed with fucking MS. Yeah. Josh Harding, if for some weird reason you listened, it was a clean hit. We, uh, we love you. You're a great guy. Not only did he win it, like, and like he battled through and came back. Game one of the playoffs when they played Chicago, Baxter went out hurt. Yeah. And Harding played the whole series. Can't can't say enough about him. He's yeah. definitely there's no other choice. Yeah, for uh, for Master Two. This is like when Alfie came back from cancer. Yeah, like it's like <laughs> it's huge. It's yeah. nuts. Who else? It was Saku Koivu's comeback from cancer treatment. Koivu came back from cancer to end an almost severed jugular. Yeah, um, Nathan Horton came back from it, I believe. Mario Lemieux. Yeah. Um, fuck, someone who plays on the uh, Bruins right now. That's what I said. Nathan oh, Horton. okay. No, I thought there was someone else. I thought it was Horton. Ah, fuck. I know there was... Yeah, there's... Anyways. 
And Sundin did it too, I think. Sundin had cancer? Are you sure? Are you sure he just wasn't a cancer? I don't know. Because Sundin was definitely a cancer to the, uh... Okay, Matt Sundin cancer. We're checking this out. Did he? Uh... <laughs> oh, I read, I read a, uh, a hockey board's headline and thought it was legitimate until I saw the last bit of it. Yeah. Matt Sundin has terminal cancer, heart disease, AIDS, and male syphilis. That's not this true. Guy's not a fan of that Matt. guy. That guy is definitely not a big fan of Mitsundin. Well, uh, on the topic of awards, still sort of. Yeah. They need to start uh, making awards for. Uh, if you had awards named after players nowadays, what would they be? Patty Kane Award for high blood alcohol content before a game. I already said won the George Peros Award for mm-hmm, Best Mustache mm-hmm. in the League. Um, probably the Danny Heatley Award for most handles of Bacardi finished in a night. Hey, thanks so much, Jason. Uh, Danny, you guys had arguably your worst effort of the year <coughs> start. in Toronto. Talk about this effort tonight. Yeah, you know, that was, uh, that was last week, you know, this is fucking this week, you know, it's fucking Toronto, so why the fuck would I go out there and waste my fucking uh, all-star skills and fucking time and energy on a fucking team that's in the last place, you know, yeah, so I didn't fucking show up, doesn't matter, I get fucking paid, you know, so, yeah, didn't show up, no fucking deal, so, uh, yeah, tonight's a different game, we got a goal, and, uh, yeah, you know, so I'm an all-star again, so whatever. Was relief the right emotion to uh, describe when you finally got a goal to break out of, I guess what you would call a mini slump? What the fuck you going on there? You fucking uh, mini slumps and shit there. You know, I'm fucking Dana Healy, you know. I never fucking slump, you know. I'm an all star, so fuck you going on there with fucking me slumping there shit. What the fucking what game are you watching there? You know, I put a goal in there, so yeah, I'm a fucking all star, so kiss my ass, you know. Was it? Uh, did Chris Neal have a little bit of fun with you because he's the guy that actually broke you out of your slump by setting you up? Yeah, you know, look, if you fucking uh, mention a uh, fucking mini slump one more time there and fucking insult me, I'm gonna fucking take this fucking microphone there and show it up your fucking arse there, you know? So fuck off the fucking slump shit, you know? So all you got in your fucking questions there? Fuck off, you know? Danny, thanks for this. Yeah, whatever. Idiot. Danny Heatley of the Ottawa Senators. He's the first star of this game with a goal and two assists. Roberto Luongo Award for uh, best tweets. Yeah, the Strombone One Award. There's a bunch of characters in the show now. I love it. It's great. Bobby Clark won the Masterton for overcoming diabetes. Damn. Uh, I'll see if there's any other ones. The Masterton is definitely a award that uh, is really really defines hockey players. You look at the NBA and you look at LeBron talking about how they won Game Seven, and he's talking about how he's the man making yeah. jump shots and shit. But then you like. You take a look at uh, Josh Harding when he, people were talking about his MS. He probably talked about his MS for a minute. He did. He did bring it up. He talked about it for a minute and then started focusing on the team again. Yeah, that's what a hockey player do, though. Right, Chuck? Mark Fitzpatrick overcame. I don't even know. It's just EM syndrome, which is a potentially threatening disease when you return to the NHL. Lemieux has Hodgkins. Whoa. EM syndrome. Hypersensitivity reaction. Eosinophilia myalgia. Oh, we're looking at the wrong... Th- I'm looking at the wrong thing. Tony Granado came back after a possible career-ending brain injury. Jamie McLennan, the goaltender who's on TSN now, Yeah, he overcame bacterial meningitis. Fuck. 
Oh, and there's Ken Danico. He got it for overcoming his alcoholism. That's good. Good for him. Same thing, Saku came back from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And then Brian Burrard for his, when he lost, like, vision in his eye. That was a bad one. I remember that Phil Kessel, who had cancer. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Jason Blake has fucking leukemia. Right now? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, he was diagnosed. Jason Blake has leukemia. Yeah, in 2007 he was diagnosed. Steve Sullivan got it after he missed two years due to a fragmented disc in his back. Fuck. I guess Blake's done now, but... uh, Jose Theodore won it in 2009 after he had his best season since 2001. And this is right after his son, Chase, died. I remember... uh, No, it wasn't Jose Theodore's kid. It was... uh, Fuck, what was, what was the old goaltender for uh, Washington a couple years ago? Varlamov? No, not Varlamov. Before that. One more before that. I can't remember. His uh, his kid was diagnosed with uh, autism. I remember this. I can't remember. I can't remember the goaltender's name, though. But uh, he set up a big foundation and stuff like that. And then Pacioretty got it after the... After Zidano, breaking his neck. After the Zidane Chara incident. That was Josh bad. Harding, like we said this year. In his first game back after being diagnosed with MS, Harding recorded a shutout. I think this uh, the point we're trying to get at with uh, the Bill Masterton uh, award is that. It's an underrated trophy. You but know. it's one of the best, in yeah. my opinion. To me, it's probably the third best. Behind the Stanley Cup, obviously. Yeah. And the fucking Art Ross, obviously. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. Bill Masterton. I guess he fired up. I watched a really good Magic Johnson documentary the other day. Oh, yeah. And, like, I never realized this, but he came back and played after he retired. Really? Like, after he was was HIV. Yeah. He came back and played in the All-Star game. That was a... Bad time for that yeah. too, because that's when people still like people were dying, pe- and they, people weren't accepting of that disease no. too. People were still obviously dropping mean things. But about. he played in the All Star game, and at the buzzer, it came to him, and he hit the three as the buzzer went. Wow! And then he won MVP, just like a Magic Johnson dudo. Magic Johnson put the team on my fucking back, though. He's good. Well, off this uh, kind of hef- heavy topic. That's a of, dark turn again on. <laughs> no, we have one per episode. Yeah. And this was the longest one. We just got bummed on disease. That's too bad. Anyways, in other sports news, this has been a heavy sports uh, sports podcast. Rafael Nadal. Lost. First round. And straight sets, too. Was he shit can? Well, he, he can't play off clay. No, he's he's been he's Wimbledon. been historically bad for it. Although he won that Wimbledon against uh, Federer, I thought Wimbledon was grass. It's grass, but he won Wimbledon three years ago. Yeah, yeah, I guess in that marathon five set one. But like, besides that, he hasn't been doing so hot off the clay. No, I've always wondered how they like make and upkeep a clay court. Yeah. It's a lot of work. That's a lot of fucking clay. Yeah. 
Whose idea was that? People think it's hot in Boston today for the hockey game. You ever seen what it's like at the Australian Open? Oh my god. 50 degrees and no signs of slowing down. So stoked for the World Cup in Qatar in a few years. The World Cup is in Qatar? Yeah. And they're bringing in NHL rink specialists because they're going to put the same kind of coolers they do to keep an ice rink frozen. Really? But they're going to keep it cold enough so people can play. <laughs> Richest country in the world, so I guess they can do whatever the fuck they Probably want. also the most, one of the most fucked up countries in the world. Yeah. It seems like a lot of those places around that region are. Well, the world... That's Cup, opinionated. <laughs> yeah. The World Cup likes to go to nice places. Like, Qatar is real good, and man, Brazil looks really nice these days. Because that's where the next one is. It was looking okay, and then I guess then I, I had no there. idea what the situation was like down there, but now people are just getting mad. Because the, it's the government spent all their money on the World Cup. I mean, people were getting mad for the same for the Vancouver Olympics, too. Obviously, people were mad about that because it was, hey, it's a lot of fucking money spent on the Olympics. Like, it's a big commitment. Well, that's the reason Greece went bankrupt. Yeah. But also, Greece also made some very poor spending choices. But they, Lots of borrowing and they no they revenue. They haven't even paid off Calgary Olympics yet. Yes, they have them. No, they paid off Montreal. They, pay, they just paid off Montreal. However, if you take a look at the uh, Vancouver Olympics, though, it hasn't hindered the city in no, any it brought, way. it brought in a lot of money, it re- too. And it really brought the city together. Yeah. There are a lot of people who are mad about it for different reasons, financial and social. Yeah. But in the end, I think the Vancouver Olympics really did something to not only the city, not only the province, but this great red nation as well. <laughs> Uh, this has not been a funny podcast so far. We could go more serious. Speaking of the 2010 Olympics, I talked to the dietitian for the men's and women's hockey team. That's right. The Olympics. Jordan goes hard on the radio. Jay Hens goes hot on the radio. Um, CFUV 101.9. If you want to listen to the radio bit, it's called on a program called Full Circle, and you can just look up CFUV on SoundCloud. And find it there and listen to my whole interview with Angela Dufour. And I have another one coming up with Dr. Emile Fremont de Rosme. Did I get that right? You got that 100% bang on. Who is that? He's a cycling specialist in Victoria. It's a big sport in Victoria. And he's starting a new class at UVic on the history of the Tour de France. That's a class at UVic? Yeah. What program does that fall under? Uh, French history. Really? Mm -hmm. Starting next year. Fuck, I don't know what you do with a French history major, yeah, but... well, I mean, it'd be a good class to take. I would definitely take history of the Tour de France. Yeah. You know how the uh, athletes in the Tour de France always get accused of... Uh, I'm just going to hound this guy about doping. Oh, you have to. <laughs> but what other... I, I there's always a lot about cycling, but like... The I one thing everyone to. knows the Tour de France for, if they don't pay attention to cycling, is the Dope. doping. Yeah. It's... It's like people who don't pay attention to 100 meters, 100 meters sprinting. Oh, there's definitely some doping going on in there. Yeah, I think everybody dopes these days. In uh, the Tour de France, though, it, since the very beginning of the tour, there's been drug use. And some people yeah. have said it's impossible to complete the tour without drug use. It first started off with uh, athletes using in their like uh, fanny packs. Yeah. They would. Uh, this is straight from the Wikipedia page, which is up, up kept by someone who's like a cycling specialist. So I'm not just pulling this out of my ass. Ass 
assholes. <laughs> uh, at the start of the tour, they would uh, they'd keep stimulants in their little yeah. pouches, so amphetamines and cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> But then, of course, over the years, it turned into, uh, like, training drugs. And now, nowadays, you're seeing athletes clean. Everything washes out. Yeah. It, well, it has to, now. Yeah. And there was an uh, interesting interview on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast with a, uh, an ex-member of uh, WADA, World Anti-Doping yeah. Association. And he was saying it's so easy. There goes my dog again. Chuck's pissed. They said it was so easy to circumnavigate drug tests because you get three chances to do them. Yeah. And each of the three times, what in the three times you can just say like, "Oh, I can't make it," and then they reschedule it for wow. for another two months or something like that. Oh, you can Which is more than enough time yeah. to flush testosterone yeah. and all that other shit out of your system. That's fucked. The, the, it's the only reason athletes are in the tour getting caught now is because they get careless. Like Floyd Landis, for instance. Yeah. The only reason they caught on to him is because at the start of the tour, he was he was doing shitty. Like, he was back in the pack. But then, as you might remember, he came out of nowhere and yeah. won the tour. So, obviously, from being at the back of the pack to coming out in front and winning the tour... You gotta question that. You gotta wonder what's going on. Mark McGuire. I wonder if, uh... Two sports that will forever be known for doping. Baseball and cycling. Oh, yeah. They they won't shake that reputation. No. And in baseball now, it's not even a big deal. Like, you hear of someone... They they get suspended half the season, but then what? There's no... Then they get traded to the Blue Jays. Yeah, and boom. We got ourselves a star team now. Yeah. It's crazy, though, like... Doping well, it's like the NFL. They catch you for doping, you play a season in the CFL, and then you come back. Yeah, but... Ricky uh, Williams? Ricky Williams Ricky didn't Williams. even get... Cu- he didn't even get busted for real doping. He got busted for, like, recreational yeah. ca- cannabis use. Yeah, but still hilarious that the CFL's like, yeah, we'll take whatever the, we can The get. CFL is really just the, like, the outlaw league. You look at those guys... And they work summer jobs. Those are the people who didn't go to the NFL because, <laughs> A, they weren't smart enough to go to college, or, yeah. B, they really fucked up and couldn't play in the NFL, or they were just weren't skilled enough, you know? They were the kind of people that were like, no, I'll take a CIS scholarship instead of an NCAA one. At the same time, though, like, there's some great schools in Canada. We're not taking anything no. away from that. But, like, the, the schools that want to be serious for that sort of thing, like, Simon yeah. Fraser is part of the NCAA, right? Tier 3, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, still, still part, part of the NCAA. Uh, so... We're going to a Harbor Cats game soon, or media passes. Or media passes. That, all, that all depends if you can get me a media pass. Well, I bet we could just wing it with one, with one media pass. Yeah, just say we're a team. We can't do like what we did with uh, Wade Popple for grad when we just cut half that wristband off and taped it on him. <laughs> we, yeah, we definitely clandestined him into uh, clandestine. Took him in. Yeah, he's one of our own. Speak which, uh, I don't know if it's episode 7, but uh, we'll be recording an episode soon where uh, a large group is going to come together. 10 plus people. We're hoping to get our agents in the field on. Yeah. Um, we should end it on a strong note, though. Well, I got, I'm going to break out one more good story. Do we have a keg commercial? Well, we we'll need, do oh, that. We need a couple commercials. Yeah. Okay, we'll get some videos going. Um... Uh,
What was a good one? But I saw a good one recently. Here we go. Aaron Hernandez. Oh, fucking Aaron Hernandez. Going. Alleged murder. Alleged murder. All right, let's 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 see. So is he going to court for that? Uh, we're going to look it up here. Okay. Murder investigation. All right. The Hernandez house in North Attleboro, Massachusetts, was searched by police on June 18th, 2013, for more than two hours, allegedly in connection with an investigation into the death of an associate. Is Odin Massachusetts Lloyd. different to Massachusetts? Massachusetts. I don't even know how. Sorry, America. The Massachusetts State Police obtained three warrants to search and were seen searching Hernandez's home after learning that he allegedly intentionally destroyed his home video surveillance system. Additionally, a cell phone belonging to Hernandez was given to the police in pieces by his attorney. On June 20th, 2013, in pieces? the Boston Herald reported that Hernandez had been barred from Gillette Stadium by the Patriots, according to NFL.com. Patriots owner Robert Kraft decided to ask Hernandez to leave because he did not want Gillette to be the site of a media stakeout. Ooh. Oh, we've got a, a committed listener in Russia. What? Yeah, we're up to like 10 page views on Russia, I no, remember. Russia? Who's listening to us in Russia? Uh, yeah. Alex go back? <laughs> uh, Russia, the Netherlands, we've become big. That's crazy. We got five or six viewers That's in the Netherlands. That's how we've developed European pockets. Yeah, and uh, Indonesia and Turkey as well. Well, okay, we've got Bramley in Indochina. Yeah, but I don't know if he's in Indonesia. What the fuck? Let's Who's see. Who's listening to us in Turkey? Maybe it's because we gave their protest a shout out a couple. Maybe it's ago. Ellen Coleman, that model that was going to send us a yeah, calendar back of her in back grade, in the tenth. We were grade. stoked about that. Tweeted this model that Biz Nasty was friends with. Was is that right? Yeah. Can we get a calendar? Yeah, sure. Gave her gave her my dad's work address. Never got it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I can't. I don't know if I can find any keg crap. Uh, okay, so I just search the keg and I get 83-year-old grandma keg stand. Mm. So we're going to fire that up or... Oh. Alright, here's a grandma doing a keg stand. We, we couldn't find you guys a keg commercial, <laughs> so we got you a grandma doing a keg stand. There's a whole group of guys, they're all standing around the keg. Here's the grandma. They look like a fraternity. I went to a pretty good kegger a while ago. Did you? That's on Friday. Went back to Cody Allison's house, broke his pool cue, and left. Walked home. Last party <laughs> at Cody Allison's, we were uh, doing workouts at 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh my god! I totally forgot about this. We went to a fight club. <laughs> we have to talk about this. This is another 10 minutes. Oh my god. Holy, yeah, we went to a fight club. That was fun. Oh. <laughs> Every week, Tyler gave the rules that he and I decided. Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. The second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Third rule of Fight Club, someone yells stop, goes limp, taps out, the fight is over. Fourth rule, only two guys to a fight. Fifth rule, one fight at a time, fellas. Sixth rule, no shirts, 
No shoes. Seventh rule. Fights will go on as long as they have to. And the eighth and final rule. If this is your first night at Fight Club, you have to fight. Oh, yeah, there's... Uh... This is the, probably the highlight of the entire thing was during round two. Was it round three? Round three of one of the fights. Oh, my God. I was yelling from the side, drop a power bomb on him. Jackson still got has him his in choke area there. No, it's dangerous. He's got to get out. Try oh, Dan, I told you. He picked him up. And oh, 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 he's out. He's out. You. He knocked him out. You were just joking, though. Right? I was joking. I didn't expect. And then he picked him up and then smashed him onto the oh, ground. Three feet. Yeah. Too. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh, no. I was like, and, he's then he, dead. and then he ended it with a leg chokehold. Yeah. Yeah. These <laughs> are two amateurs just <laughs> dusting. This is like a triangle choke. This is in someone's garage at one o'clock <laughs> in the morning. What kind of parties are we going to? <laughs> like, and it wasn't one fight. Like, people were lining up to fight. Well, Dana took on Brown. And Brown held his own. Brown almost... Brown did good. Yeah. Oh, my... That was so funny. Dana's been known to throw down, but not Brown. Remember when he fought Haskett at Sierra's? Dane? Yeah. Oh, finished it off by kicking him in the ribs? Yeah. That was bad. That was a good dust. Good job, Dana. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's a keg commercial. It's called My Keg Commercial. Commercial is spelt wrong on YouTube. So, ooh. Everyone's enjoying their dinner. It's all women. And here comes the waiter. Oh, woman passing out some beer. Here's the single ladies. They're all talking. Oh, let's all get the forks in on one piece of cake. That old man's definitely (laughs) boning tonight. Let's get some alcoholic beverages going. Where's my keg-sized Caesar, for fuck's sakes? Fucking keg. Well, well, this was another quality podcast. Everything from sexual harassment to car <laughs> accidents to... Lots of sports. Yeah, lots of sports, this podcast. Watched an 83-year-old woman do a keg stand, so... Always quality. Went to a, it was a clean hit. You heard us. We went to a fight club. Next week, we go to the zoo. <laughs> What's that noise in the background of episode 7? Oh, that's the penguin we stole from the zoo. When my back gets better, I don't know when that's going to be, but... Can we go to the fun. Shaw Ocean Discovery Center and steal some marine critters? We should have a few Sony Ds and... <laughs> go to the go Shaw to- Ocean Discovery Center. I was going to say, though, when my back gets better, we should go go-karting. <laughs> <laughs> After 10 Sony Ds... Oh my, we'd have such a sugar high, it'd be ridiculous. Send us a message on why you should be the special podcast listener to come go-karting with us. To be perfectly honest, though, we'll probably just get the boys together. Go-karting. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, Ross Jesperson, if you're listening, I have your uh, your big wool suit. You can you can come get that. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. As per usual. To episode six. It was a clean hit. It was a clean hit. It's always a clean hit. And uh, 
we'll talk to you guys again in about a week, we'll say. Thanks again, guys. Thanks for listening. If that's it, we're fucking done. Pack it up. We're going home. Fight Club is. You do not talk about Fight Club. Another game for Milos. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes!